Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidomineo Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 45. Hire for strength rather than lack of weakness. That quote from General Colin Powell rings in my ears whenever I'm interviewing to fill a position at the company, particularly if the last person in the role had some, well, shall we say, performance challenges. I spend a lot of time talking to clients about the horns and halo effect. You know, someone walks into the interview and you immediately like them. You like the way they dressed. You like the way they shook hands. You like the way they communicate and present. So subconsciously or consciously, you've decided that you like this candidate and you spend the rest of the interview finding nuggets that support your first impression that they're a great candidate for the job. Or conversely, when you first meet them, they seem shy, introverted, clearly nervous, with a clammy handshake. And by the way, those are the ugliest shoes you have ever seen. So now, when human nature takes over, it seeks out nuggets that support your first impression that they are an awful candidate. Well, that's the horns and halo effect. Not taking all the information into account and just focusing on the things that support your bias. But it turns out that's not the only bias you have to watch out for when interviewing. Let's say your marketing coordinator, Stacy, just left the company. And it's a good thing, too, because you were on the road to a very difficult warning process with her. She was a really poor communicator, had challenging interpersonal skills, and to top it off, couldn't seem to make it anywhere on time. So she is finally gone, and you are looking for a replacement. And in walks James. He was on time, could clearly communicate his thinking, and seemed friendly and approachable. You start thinking, this James guy could be the one. So you send him along to the rest of the interviewing team. They come to the same conclusion. He's easy to get along with, is prompt, and communicates well. So he's in. What if I told you? You have absolutely no idea if James is the right fit because you haven't explored how he can contribute to the company achieving its marketing goals. You just like him for what he doesn't bring. All the issues you had with Stacy aren't issues with James. And while that's a good thing, it only gets you to par. His communication skills, promptness and approachability is the minimum level of expectations for that job. Can he grow your social media presence? Streamline your marketing efforts. Introduce a new process or avenue that will get more eyeballs on your product or services. You see, the problem is you're so happy not to see the failures Stacy had 
that you're willing to hire James for his lack of weakness rather than his strengths. But that may not get you to where you need to go. Before you jump into any hiring process, you have to make sure that you've level set your thinking, especially if you're coming off of a really bad or good experience with the last person. It's so easy for your vision to get clouded by what just happened. Maybe you so love Xander that no one will seem good enough. Again, because you're comparing them to the heightened version of Xander you have in your head. No one can live up to that idea. I bet not even Xander. And on the opposite side, maybe you were so aggravated by Stacy all the time that anyone that doesn't aggravate you seems like a fit. So make sure you sit down and take a good look at what you want to accomplish in this role. Write down what skills will get that done and be specific about the goals. Then, as you're screening candidates, keep those goals and skills at hand. And yes, you still want someone who doesn't aggravate you, but they have to do and be more than that, a lot more. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place. <laughs>